Hey, Seattle hockey fans, happy game day. That's right. We have the Philadelphia Flyers. I think once I said the Phillies, either way, we have Philadelphia in our barn tonight. Let's talk about what we need to do, particularly looking at our last contest in order to get all the points. I want all of the points. No points for Philly, all the points for us. They already lost the Super Bowl. Knock them while they're down. That's coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Kraken. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks, as always, for making us a part of your daily routine. If you're not already, make sure you subscribe, make sure you follow. We had our Chris Drieger interview yesterday. I talked about, are we Kraken crap adjacent? And hey, maybe I wasn't too far off because Dave Haxtell had a nice quote that I will have to remix because here on Locked On, we are trying very hard not to swear. But uh, it, it sounded it, it was nice to hear him talk about a little bit of the, as uh, our boy Donnie might say, Ryan Donato might say, a little bit of the piss and vinegar that the Seattle Kraken still have as a squad. And we're going to need it. We heard from Vince Dunn earlier today. This Philadelphia team... You can't take them lightly, kind of like we tried to in Philly. It was a weird road trip. Dave Haxtell also talked about this is the last time he's talking about the road trip. I hope he's right. I hope we have no case to talk about this road trip ever again. It's over, baby. We're back at Climate Pledge Arena tonight. It is, uh, you know, there, there's been a lot of stuff that just didn't go our way. You know, and I am content to say, you know, sometimes that happens. It's hockey, baby. What do you want? Hockey, life, things are going to happen. Things are not going to go your way. That being said, I felt like we were lulling ourselves to sleep just a little bit, just a little bit. So we're going to talk about, we're going to look at the heat maps. We're going to talk about three game essentials. And we're going to close out the show just because we won't have, um, a reaction show necessarily to, to tonight's win will be on social media, but I want to talk a little bit about black history month and the activation for the Seattle Kraken. I alluded to it a little bit yesterday, but we'll talk about that. All right, let's get into it. You know, we're just going to dive right in because, uh, why the heck not? We got a game today, baby. It's a game day. It's my favorite day. Oops. There we go. My favorite day of the week is a game day. And why don't we get into these three game essentials? This is coming from our friend Bob Condor, who wants you to know a few things about this Flyers and Kraken matchup. All right. So again, we come in 30, 18, and 6. They are at 22, 23, and 10. So again, we just played this Philadelphia team. So um, I think there's a back and forth as to, is it good to play a team so consecutively? Do you just want to turn the page and then maybe meet them later once you got things figured out? All we do know is that 
since that road trip, it has been Philip Grubauer. If you missed it, I feel like I ranted quite honestly a lot yesterday about the whole goaltending situation, but talked about Philip Grubauer. He is the confirmed starter. And um, this is what Dave Haxel had to say. If you look at his last 10 starts, the numbers have been very good. Thank you, Sound of Hockey. Uh, the eye test has been really good. Thank you, Erica Elayala. You know me. I'm all about the eye test. And I've been telling you, I do think that Philip Grubauer has been inching up. Um, and so we'll see what we get there. The So now Borgen and Alexiak. This is a pairing that a lot of people have been keeping an eye on. Will Borgen is such an amazing story. We've been talking a lot about Daniel Sprong, but a lot of people have also mentioned that Will Borgen was not getting this time that he's getting in this season, and he's been pretty solid. Here's a little stat and facts for you. Since January 19th, Borgen and Alexiak have logged 132 minutes and 40 seconds of ice time together at 5-on-5, according to Natural Statric. We're going to get to them in a little bit. And during that span, the Kraken are out shooting opponents 76-49. Now, these are interesting facts to pull because I'm not exactly sure what that necessarily has to do with this particular pairing, um, especially because we've talked about this before. Outshooting opponents does not always equate to outscoring opponents. But I guess for your defenders to be facilitating, that is something. Uh, Bob ends both look proficient at being shut down defenders and provide creativity and jumping in the offensive play. Uh, so I guess they're really talking about chances on the other side. But again, chances versus actual goals, that's something that I would have maybe just been a little bit more meticulous about. Anyway, uh, the Flyers are 11-6-3 and three in their last 20 games. So that momentum that Dave Haxel absolutely hates, the Flyers have it. They rank ninth in the NHL with wins in that span, and over the last 30, they are 14-11-5. Either way, you look at it, they are shooting above 500, but definitely in the last 20 or so games. We got the win. Maybe we were lucky to get the win, and that's due to us in that particular game, but every game is different. The cadence of every game is different. And I think it was Vince Dunn actually earlier today talked about, um, you know, during that home stretch or during the away stretch, the road stretch just recently. And I didn't think to talk about this or at least not explicitly the Seattle Kraken earlier this year were road warriors, the road dogs. And then we kind of just crapped the bed coming out of the break that shall never be named after today. Market, February 16th, 2023. We're not talking about the break anymore. Um, so that's also why it was disappointing to see the Seattle Kraken just kind of not bring it. Kind of not bring it. So again, Bob Condor's got your, you know, kind of three things to keep an eye out on. We are going to go to natural stat trick because I want to look at the game flow for those not watching on YouTube. First of all, make sure you subscribe because I'm tons of fun, especially after I get some rest and I get these circles under my eyes taken care of. But uh, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Just got to have fun with it. Anyway, um, Subscribe on YouTube. We're trying to up that community. and um, But also because I'm doing little waves. I'm doing little wavy waves with my hands because I'm a, I'm a, 
what do you call this? When you talk with your, I talk with my hands, talk with my hands. Uh, I'm not Italian, but I am a New Yorker. So there you go. Bada bing, bada boom. All right. Anyway, enough of that rant. Got to a rant in the first segment. That's amazing. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, what I was trying to get to is we're going to go to the game flow charts because that was something that we heard a lot from the team. And so let's visualize it. You might have watched the game. You probably heard me talk about it. You heard the team talk about it. Let's see what the stats and the analysis, the uh, data visualization shows us about the last game and why it could be a little bit problematic for the Seattle Kraken. That's coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by FanDuel. We are at the midway point of the NBA season. That's right. We've got people at All-Star. Well, not Seattle because their team is in Oklahoma, which is actually where I am, but not in Oklahoma City. Anyway, FanDuel Sports is the perfect place to go if you want to make a wager on the NBA. And that's because, especially if you are a new customer, you can in, indulge in their no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet does not win. So we definitely are going to take a look at that as we march towards the end of the regular season in the NHL. But of course, we want to make sure that you get a chance. Check out the app. Go download the app and make sure that they know Locked On sent you. You can go to fanduel.com backslash locked on. That's fanduel.com backslash locked on to learn more about your chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's with FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and right here of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks, as always, Seattle hockey fans, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. Again, this is our game day episode, just a few hours from puck drop. The Philadelphia Flyers are coming into town. Vince Dunn and Dave Haxel talk to media. We do know that it is Philip Grubauer in net. Vince Dunn knows that the team, that being us, the Seattle Kraken, ah, we could have done some things better. Speaking of, let's take you to natural aesthetic. And I want to talk about the game flow. That was my roll in with the homies. Oh, clueless. Classic. It's a classic. Anyway, here we go. Dating myself. Who cares? Not me. Anyway, uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Here we go. Let me uh, make this a little smaller. Maybe right here. Okay. This is the game flow. So the game flow in favor of Philly, you see they score here early. They get another one in the second, and then they get one in the third. We get two in the first. We get one in the second, one in the third. But early on, Philly had the momentum. The Seattle Kraken start to get that back. Boom, boom, bang, bang, bing, bang, boom, two goals. Then you see, oh, okay, Philly trying to do some things. But then, oh, no, Seattle, whoops, Seattle gets the flow back. Boom, 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 two goals. Love that. Then it's the third period. We've talked about it. You've heard Seattle Kraken players talk about it. Lots of people have wrote about it. This Philly game got a little bit dicey. Got a little bit dicey in the end there. That's not what we want to see. We got to close out games, buddy boy. We're going to close out games, okay? Another thing. Let's talk about the heat map. Philly. 
in the kitchen, in the kitchen. Now, granted, you know, they're not, they're not taking a lot of shots from the perimeter. Uh, whereas the Seattle Kraken, we're just taking shots from everywhere. They're a little more selective here. And uh, I don't know. We, well, 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 well. We've talked about shoot the puck for Seattle. So it's not that I want them to be super selective. But I mean, you gotta within reason. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I don't know. But you see where our goals are really right there in the in the in the slot area. Really high quality chances here. And, uh, you know, I love that for us. I freaking love that for us. I just want to be mindful of what shots we're giving up. We talked about that a little bit on yesterday's episode when it came to, oh, are we going with uh, Martin Jones versus Philip Grubauer? Again, stick taps to Sound of Hockey did some great analysis. Yes, all of the numbers essentially show that Philip Grubauer is on a resurgence right now. And that's what we need from him coming off of that injury early in the season. I love to see that. Thank you, Philip Grubauer and the training staff. We love that. We absolutely love that. What I don't love is the goal support. And, you know, Dave Haxtell was asked a little bit about it. Of course, he kind of deflected a little bit there. But ultimately, you know, I kind of agree with him to an extent. I still don't know what's going on. Um, that being said, Seattle has to play Seattle's game, right? We got to play our game. It's that time of year. And it's something that Vince Dunn said. I liked that he was talking about, uh, you know, this is the time of year. We like where we are and we know that points are important to get. We talked about that on yesterday's episode. Points are so important to get. You can't, you know, futz around. You really can't futz around right now. And, um, I am happy to see that's not what the Seattle Kraken are doing. Um, so coming up next, again, I, I don't want to belabor this. It's a game day. We want to get into it. Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, some players that we really need to see step it up. Some players that, you know, we have the players to watch and what PR sends us, but I have a different and unique set of players to watch. I'm talking about players that have not contributed, that were contributing early on. So that's what we'll talk about. And then we'll also talk about Black History Month and the mobile museum that you should definitely see. It's going to be in Seattle on the 18th. There's some amazing hockey history on there. I got to see it in Florida. I hope to catch up with the truck again. We'll talk about that on today's show. Thank you, as always, Locked On Kraken listeners and viewers for making us a part of your daily routine. We've got a game day. <laughs> the puck is going to drop. It's going to be amazing. I want to win. I said it the other day, but I'm serious about it. You know, I want a Seattle Kraken win. We need a win. And... um Again, we have that kind of roundtable coming up, but also Vince Dunn alluded to it. It's tight right now. It is freaking tight in the um, division. So if you look at right now, what we got going on, what's cooking, if you will, um, you know, I talked about it yesterday. It's a point, a point that separates um, one from two, two from three, and three from four in the Pacific Division. And so we got to step up our game in the division, in the uh, Pacific Division. This is what we're looking at. Vegas at 68 points. LA at 67. Seattle, that's us, at 66. 
And Edmonton also at 66. We have a point six one one win percentage. Uh, and Edmonton's right there at 600. And then 61 points, Calgary. 46, ugh, Vancouver. 45 for San Jose and Anaheim with 40. So we got to win games. That's the only way that we know how to do what we got to do. And in order to win games, I need three players to step it up. And, you know, I feel bad saying I want them to step it up because, honestly, I feel like these three players, they play their hearts out. They play their little hearts out. And we're a better team when they're contributing by scoring either goals themselves or assists. And that is Brandon Tanev, Yanni Gord, and Maddie Baneers. We got to get Maddie a goal. You want to talk about beers for Beneers? What about goals for Beneers, huh? Let's set Maddie up. Talked about it. I'm teasing. Spoiler alert. Some of you might have heard it because some of the other guys already posted it. But when you know how important a player is, and all you got to do is muck that player up all over the ice, give him a concussion or an upper body injury, and then effectively take some of the spark and the magic away from Seattle. And he's a rookie, so he's still learning how to try and figure out at this level how to combat that. That's, I think, what's been happening with Maddie B. That's what's been happening with Maddie B from my vantage point. And I understand it. That's why putting so much faith in a rookie can be a challenge. Uh, it can be risky. That being said, we are better when Maddie Beneers is involved, getting involved in the offense, and I want to see him figure it out, and he's going to need help from his teammates. And uh, Yanni Gord and Brandon Tanev, they play that like high-energy game. They're sacrificing all the time. All of those three players combined, they will put this team on their shoulders. Now what we need is the, the rest of the cast of players to step up, to step into a different role or to elevate their game so that the other three guys can slide on in. So I guess I'm saying I want I want better for Gord, Tanev, and Beneers, which honestly means that players like Bjorkstrand, Eberly, Schwartz, Wenberg, those are the guys that really need to step up. Am I wrong? I don't think so. Let me know in the comments. Who do you want to see? Step it up. Level up. Level up. Level up. Level up. As uh, Sierra might sing or her husband. Uh, either way. Um, <laughs> who do you want to see? Step it up. Let me know in the comments. All right. All right. All right. I told you we were going to talk about Black History Month. It is Black History Month. I, I didn't go like hard in the paint with Black History Month this year. And honestly, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to give it 100 percent. It is exhausting as someone who is black to feel that the onus is on me to talk about black history month. I was tired. Okay. I was tired. Sometimes I just want to be able to enjoy the hockey, but if I do that, then I feel that where hockey is right now, then no one's going to talk about it. Uh, newsflash. 
just like you do for Cinco de Mayo or for St. Patrick's Day. You don't have to be black to celebrate Black History Month, just in case you didn't know. Anyway, back to the positive. That was just a little bit of me letting off some steam. These sweaters are fantastic. I love Mount Rainer. I love the anchor and the unk. I talked about that I felt people were misrepresenting what the symbolism means. I've talked about that. We're not going to get into it again. These are beautiful. And I am very sad I will not be in Seattle to experience this. I'm going to make a Black History Month game one of these days. One of these. Oh, that's the wrong. That's It's one of these nights. Anyway, this is a beautiful a beautiful uh, jersey, and they'll be worn this weekend. And I mentioned it. I talked to Everett about it, but we're going to play the Detroit Red Wings on Saturday. Near and dear to Everett's heart, but also make sure if you're going to that game or if you're in the area, go check out the United by Hockey Black History Month Mobile Museum. Well, I shouldn't say Black History Month. It is... It started in Black History Month, but if you've been to the truck before, you will notice a distinct differentiation. First of all, this truck is larger, so it's the, I forget what you call them, but they're like the things that go out. There's like a name for it. I watch a lot of tiny home videos. Anyway, it's when, you know, it's got the regular truck size and then it kind of, anyway, I can't remember the name. It, so it expands out, which other trucks in the past have done, but the setup is different. I don't want to spoil too much. But it's united by hockey. Sometimes the messaging of like hockey is for everyone. It's like, okay, yes. And like in Black History Month, let's talk about how hockey is for black people. Or like in Women's History Month, let's talk about how hockey is for women. You know, like sometimes the messaging of societal societally that's not what i meant to say that's i don't think that's a word that's not proper um communities that are marginalized at a systemic and societal level sometimes there feels to me like there's this competition or like uh you know we can we can celebrate everyone but then everyone's celebration is just a little bit diluted um i think that the truck struck a nice balance between walking us through history and not being like, and this is the colored section and this is the woman's section. You know, like I think they did a better job. I would love to know your thoughts. So go visit the truck on Saturday. It's going to be in Seattle, climb the Arena. Check it out. Um, sad that I won't be there with you. I'm very sad. This is the second year in a row that just the scheduling didn't work out for me with my responsibilities in women's hockey, which I take very seriously. But um, again, you don't have to be black to celebrate black history. And you don't have to only celebrate black history during Black History Month. So uh, I hope that you learn something throughout the truck and the celebration that the Seattle Kraken have and that you really take that to heart. And again, I know the Seattle community because of work that I've done with a lot of communities of color in Seattle through a good friend of mine and a program that that's how we met. Uh, that's throughout the country. So this really means a lot to me. And I want to 
challenge myself to do a better job to bring some of the community work that the Seattle Kraken is doing, which I enjoy personally because it pops up on my feed just because of the people and the things that I've been involved in, but I don't always do the best job of bringing it to the podcast. So that's on me. I'm going to do a better job because we are all united by hockey. And I think I really like that slogan better than hockey is for everyone. Also, it's just an easy target when teams like the Rangers or uh, individual players make it clear that they will do certain things for some communities, but they're not willing to risk that risk air quotes using hard air quotes. If you're not watching on video risk, what risk? What risk in there? What risk is there in uplifting the humanity of someone else? <laughs> that could be another podcast for another day. So I'm going to leave it there. Go check it out. Mobile Museum United by Hockey. I like that. I'm going to start using it more. Let me know what your thoughts are. Again, the other question of the day, the main question of the day uh, regarding the Seattle Kraken hockey team and not the Seattle Kraken as in a part of the Seattle community is who needs to step up. Let me know in the comments. I really want to know. Hold fast, stay true, be kind to yourself and to each other because you know what? We are united by our love of hockey. I love it. Yes, we've added a new slogan. I'm going to have like 10 slogans by the end of this season. I didn't even get into, you know, uh, the give a crapometer. We might have to talk about that next week because I want to see is Dave right? Are we high on the give a crap a meter? You can insert words that he may be used instead of give a crap because I want us to be away from the crack and crap. We got to leave it over there. We're going forward. Hold fast, stay true. Let's go cracking. We're going to talk about the win on social media. I'll see you there. Get in your game day nap and let's go cracking.